so we hear the word of the Lord reminding us this morning that there was wise men in the east who arrived in Jerusalem and they were asking the question, where is the newborn king of the Jews? Well, we saw his star as it rose and we have come to worship him. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Gracious and kind Father, we thank you yet one more time for an opportunity that you have given each of us, my husband and myself, to stand before your people and proclaim and declare what thus saith the Lord. Now, O oh God, we ask that you will hide us behind the cross, that you will put us on the decrease, and that you will increase in us, that, that through us, that people will not hear or see us, but they will hear and see you in us. We thank you in advance, O oh God, for what's about to take place, Lord. We ask you, O oh Lord, that your words, uh, that, you, that the meditation, that the words of our lips and the meditation of each of our hearts shall be acceptable unto you, for you are truly our rock and our redeemer. It's in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen, amen, and bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. As we press Dr. Brown our way into the home stretch of 2020, y'all understand we're in the home stretch of 2020, I believe that uh, we should feel a sense of gratitude because we have made it this far. Is anybody hearing me already? Uh, uh, some of us uh, uh, really are making it on a wing and a prayer. And others of us uh, are in the line that say we are making it uh, just by the hair of our chinny chin chins. Uh, uh, but a whole lot of us, uh, a whole lot of us blood war saints, that's key, uh, ha have subscribed to a theme song about uh, Marvin Sapp that brings into focus the sustainer and the maintainer of our lives. And we sing the song, Never Would Have Made It Without You. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm on somebody's street already. I hope you all know to whom Bishop Sapp is referring in his song. What I believe, when I, when I listen closely, what I believe I hear from his heart, Minister Swan, it is those lyrics. It, it is, he's taking time to reflect over a season in his life that was filled with hard places, countless defeats, obstacles, and hurdles that could have only been won by those who are wise enough to hang in there and to hold on to the holy hand of Almighty God. Yeah. Oh yeah, I believe, I believe that's what I'm hearing in that song. And, and yes, y'all, y'all getting 2020 has been one for the records. Yeah. Uh, but, but just when we thought we had heard it all, uh, something else would come at us that we had never seen or heard before. Amen. Uh -huh. Somebody in the but we, we are not suggesting, Pastor Keith and I are not suggesting that any of us uh, should rest in the difficulties of the day. Rather, we implore you to look toward the light that will show us the way. Uh, just for the record, this is not the first time that a group of people needed God's global positioning system. Yeah. Oh, you all know last time we talked to you about God's GPS. Yeah. And that thing helps us to get from one place 
are dependent upon a God to create a pathway that led us to the Messiah. And so this morning, this morning, we want to take a moment to hear what Matthew's gospel says. And these are the first two verses of chapter two that says happened after the birth of Jesus. You see, the message Bible places it in, 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 in what we may call a, 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 a easier to understandable terms or, or paraphrasing uh, uh, of what the word of God tells us. For it says that after Jesus was born in Bethlehem village, Judah territory, this was during Herod's kingship, a band of scholars, uh, we know them as wise men, y'all, uh, arrived in Jerusalem from the east. And most likely from Babylon. They asked around, where can we find and pay homage to the newborn king of the Jews? For we have observed his star in the eastern sky that signals his birth. And we're on pilgrimage to worship him. So this morning, this morning, we just want to take a few moments of your time and talk to you from the from the subject wise men still seek him. Oh yes, wise men still seek him. Because if you are wise, ladies and gentlemen, you will keep looking up to him. If you are wise, you will keep finding him in your life's experiences. And I'm not just talking about the good stuff, but I mean if you are facing trials or triumphs, we got to look for God to show up in our experiences. And if you are wise, you will keep on worshiping him. In other words, if there are any wise among us, we don't want to leave Jesus in 2020 because it was just a tough year and you weren't sure where he was. But can I be, but, but, but we will be determined to, to find out at the start in 2021 to take him with us because what I know and what Pastor Keith knows is that he is already there. Oh, that's good news this morning for somebody. I hope we're helping you already. We want you to take note. Just take take note, take note, and take notice that uh, we will use the, the term of wise men in our sermon this morning. The, the Bible even uh, calls these men, some call them scholars, and they say that these scholars came and visited Jerusalem. Uh, th th thus, we are to relate scholarship to the brains of these men. Uh -huh. And we, we will, we've come up with that term, they were wise men, but we don't really know a lot about their intellectual capacity, because maybe if we did, we might come up with a different conclusion, uh -huh. but because these men were known to travel in groups, and in this case, they traveled with what's called 
humble wisdom. Uh, who some suggest that, that they were kings. And basically, they laid down their kingship to worship the king of kings. The one who was born with all wisdom and with all power, although it was not yet manifest totally as he was a little baby boy. Uh, but what we do know is that these men were pagan astrologers who were wise enough to set out on a journey seeking the one and only Jesus. That, that, that is, they took time to investigate where the Savior might be found. They took time to bring gifts befitting of a Savior, and they took time to come and worship him. Oh, 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 I think, I think these wise men are telling us something already. And can I stick a pin there? Because they were, were only able to worship God once they found themselves on the right road, uh -huh. on the right track, uh -huh. once they got the right set of instructions. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 people of God, people of God. What journey to Jesus were you wise enough to take in your life? Uh -huh, that's the question this morning. Uh, have we been wise enough to follow the directions, uh, the right instructions uh, contained within his word uh, that he has already given us uh, that will help us uh, to find him? Uh, have we been wise enough uh, to use the directions and the instructions uh, that the Bible uses uh, to help us to find and to reach our final destination in him. And as we consider this, can we just look at the Matthew's account of the birth of Jesus and to look at Luke and to see how they compare one to another. You see, if for example, instead of a discussion of the shepherds in Luke's account, we, we get to, and those shepherds were people who were close, who were near, who lived in Bethlehem. Matthew gives us a transliteration of the term magi. In Greek, it means magoi, which is the more familiar, acceptable term for those Gentiles who came to visit. And the Gentiles who came, came from afar. You see, the Magi were known as sorcerers, and they were also known for their use of demonic power. Matthew, though, presupposes that his audience has a knowledge surrounding Jesus' birth in Bethlehem, and from Jump Street, he immediately moved to the account of the visit of the Magi. The text that, that Matthew treats the Magi kindly doesn't mean now, come on now, I need you all to get this, doesn't mean that astrology and horoscopes are considered legitimate since they constitute an alternative religious system that many theologians suggest is incompatible with the Christian faith. Oh, somebody better get that. Uh -huh, you people who follow that religiously and try to see what is happening with the sun and the moon and the stars and, and all of that. Uh -huh, I hope somebody is listening. I hope you're listening. 
You see, and, and the reason why we bring this up this morning is because is because we often place a lot of emphasis, or uh, uh, maybe we could even say sometimes too much emphasis uh, on the movement of the stars. And the point that we need you all to get in your spirit this morning is that you need to know that God and not the stars uh, is the one who is in control. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You see, and since he is sovereign, and, and because these men, these men were really students, they were students of heavenly bodies, God used the stars yeah. to guide them to the Savior in this situation. Yeah. Oh, what has God used to draw you and to guide you into his presence? What has God used that he knew that you be paying attention to to get your attention? Yeah. Oh, that's a question for somebody out there this morning. Uh, and so the Magi, these wise men, after asking around in Jerusalem, found out that their journey needed to lead them to Bethlehem and not Jerusalem so that they could get their praise on. Now, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not ready to go now, but before Pastor Keith comes, allow me to contemporize just a little bit our text early on. Now, what we want you to know is that without proper guidance, even smart people can get off track. Oh, yeah, they can. Uh, and they might not tell you that they can, but they really can. Even wise men and women can be misdirected. Oh, oh, yes, they can. Even wise men and women can miss their way, get misaligned in this life. Uh, can I break it down even smaller, Pastor Keith? You see, in terms of our financial dealings, uh, some of us, uh, even we might call ourselves financially uh, astute, uh, can still misappropriate our funds. Yeah. That means you spent it the wrong way. Uh, yeah. you, you bought too much over there and you didn't save enough over there. Oh my, my. In terms of our covenant relationships, uh, sometimes we will be misunderstood yeah. which will cause us to get ourselves ready to go. And truth be told, some of us have already got an exit before we even get into the situation where we've been married a, a, a month, a, a, a year, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And sometimes in living, in terms of living in a sin-filled world, we will be misinformed yeah. and we will miss our place. Yeah. Oh, I hope I got a witness. I hope I got a witness this morning. Can we, can, can I just ask just a few questions. I, I want to ask a few questions before I disappear on you this morning and allow Pastor Keith to come and take this place here. But but would, would you, would, would these men, and let me tell you, we don't know how many there really were. I, I don't want y'all to get hung up on the Greek three kings. You see, that's how many gifts they brought. The Bible doesn't tell us how many men there were. Yeah, come on, yeah, come on, let's yeah. get off your greeting cards right. this morning. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we want to come out, we want to come out of the word. Uh-huh. But, but, but why would these men drop everything they were doing and follow a star? Hmm. Would you? Maybe he would, maybe he would. Uh, but it didn't, 
but, but, but sometimes wise movement doesn't always seem wise. This going to help somebody. Oh, God. Uh, but, 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 but Isaiah 55 and 8. Oh, laid it out a long time ago. So, so, so Isaiah said that that God's ways are not always our ways. But His ways are often higher than our God. Some, some, some of you all know the text. What do the stars and the wise men and their gifts? Teach us about the significance of Jesus coming into our world. Come on, somebody needs to answer that. And in what ways is your journey like the journey of the wise, wise men? How wise have you been in the giving of your time, your talent, and your treasure unto the Lord? What are the goals and the frankincense and the myrrh in your life? I need somebody to think on that. When you read the story and you heard me read it for your hearing, what do you see as something that is foolish on your part? And by foolish, I mean that it doesn't make any logical sense in your logical thinking. You know, we can be very logical human beings. In other words, it seems unwise and could lead these men to unintended consequences. But I don't want to spoil the surprise. Uh, but I got a feeling, Pastor King, that their journey is going to be worth their while. But, but, but get yourself ready, Pastor King, because I'm going to let you come and help us out this morning to understand that if we have any wisdom in us, we will do as the wise men did and drop what you do and seek the wisdom of God. Because even, even though it's the 21st century, we declare this day that wise men and wise women still seek him. Come yeah, on, Pastor yeah, yeah. Wise men and wise women still <laughs> do seek him. And because of Matthew's account, we can make a few contemporary points. I'm going to make them as quickly and then I'm going to sit down so you can marinate on it on your own. Amen. Amen. I'm going to uh, hopefully relate to your situation because I know we all have situations. There is foolishness. There is things that we just don't understand. We get misappropriated. We get pushed aside. We don't understand. Pastor I has already explained that to you, but Let's discuss the wisdom of the Magi related to you real quick. For point number one, you can't reach your destination until you know where you're going. I hope somebody heard me. You cannot reach your destination until you know where you're going. Most of us want to go somewhere. Oh, I know. I had my parents years ago. One day we were on our way to New York. And my aunt was directing the flow of where we should go because she used to live there. And my father was utterly confused. And then you add on the additional confusion from my mama who had uh, to tell us, said, Luther, turn here. She didn't know where we were going, but she was telling them what to do anyway. And so we had utter confusion. 
and my aunt sitting in the back who really know where to go had to try to be quiet, let them get themselves together and then pull it all back together. Amen. Sometimes, sometimes you cannot reach your destination until you know where you are going. Uh, so uh, some men don't know how to get there. They don't know where to start. But the thing that helps to keep us stuck is because we don't know where we are going. Some of us would rather do nothing and therefore we don't get nowhere, Pastor. I. We, we believe that God will give us wisdom for our journey if we would but ask him for it. James 1 and 5 says, when we lack wisdom, we should ask God. And he might give it to us. He, he may give it to us. No, the Bible says he will give it to us. And he will give it to us generously. Won't he do it? I might add. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. That's a good starting point. That's a good shouting point. Let us ask God to help us to get started on the right help us to stay on the right path so we will reach our ultimate destination. And then here comes point number two. I, I, and I know you have heard this before. If you don't know where you're going, meaning you're lost, you don't have a GPS, any road will get you there. Any road. Somewhere, somehow, you'll be even more lost than you were. Ah, but see, now let me go over here for a minute. If the devil is leading you, you will miss the right destination. See, Herod was allowing the devil to use him, and he was trying his best to insert the devil in this situation. He wanted to kill and steal and destroy. Well, that's what the devil wants to do to us. And so we're not following God the way that we should. We will miss our destination. So any road that's off track and you're going to travel down the wrong track will always lead you to more confusion. Uh, so oh, you will reach a destination where it, what it seems to be saying, but you won't get God's destination. Instead, you'll be headed in the devil's destination. One of total destruction. We have in this world right now, people who are just so into the way that the world says do it, that they cannot go and find what God has said, that they cannot stay in the straight and narrow, that it's all about what the world is telling us to do. But some of us have got to find out that we got to get on the right road. Proverbs 14, 12 says, that there is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end, it leads to death. I don't know about you, but we have got to find God's way. So a logical conclusion here is that if there is a path to follow that leads to death, then there must be a path to follow that leads to life. Amen. Somebody out there, I hope you're looking for life. I hope that you are looking for life. Which path will you choose this morning? The path that leads to darkness or the one that leads to light? The wise men in Matthew's text are helpful here because they are pagan men. Pagan. From 
these who were following a heavenly star and to take them to where Jesus was. Not a baby in a stable, not a baby in a manger, but by this time in, in the scripture, a little boy in a house. He was looking. See, it didn't happen on Christmas Eve night like we want to say. And they all were there. The wise men got there months later. And we believe this morning that our listening audience, that Jesus seekers, know that wise men and wise women still are seeking him. We're not talking about months later. Now we're talking about even years later, thousands of years later. Wise men and wise women still seek him. You better seek him. And here's some reason why, because it's wise to follow. It's why if there's anything we know about the 21st century, it is the word follow. We hear it all day, every day. Why? Because some of y'all are following on Facebook. Some of y'all are following on Instagram. And some of us are following I, 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 on every kind of social media there is. We are following on Twitter. And, 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 and you know, things are just... Uh, Try up, up in the air sometimes because you're trying to figure out who are you following and what are you following because you don't even know in some cases. Uh, uh, and, and some people will follow you because if you look like you are taking them someplace, some beautiful place or somewhere interesting, that's the reason why they should follow. But we need to get back in the word of God and tear a page out of the wise men's book because they decided to follow the star. There's wisdom in that day and time to follow the star because the star helped them find their way to the exact location of the long-awaited Messiah. They were determined to find him. And we need to be determined to find Jesus. Master, uh, the master's hand, the things that we need in our daily lives, we need to find Jesus. Let the words from the old church hymn come to our fount of every blessing. Fall in our spirits this morning where the hymn writer says, we're prone to wander. Lord, I fear. We're prone to leave the God I love. But take my heart, Lord. Take and seal it. Seal it for the courts. Thy courts above. So let our hearts not wander. It's wise to follow. And then it is wise, according to the scriptures, to give. We've heard of times when people have given in the name of the Lord, and then we've heard how the Lord returned a blessing almost instantaneously. I'm a witness that it has happened. And so while we're not uh, looking at the, the actual gift, we're looking more at the miraculousness of God and his timing. But it is wise to give. And that's what these wise men did. They chose to give. We examined the gifts that they came. It was three of them. And each of them came with all the gifts that were costly and expensive and by all means befitting a king. So I ask you this morning, what do you have to give today that would be fit for King Jesus. 
What do you give to the king of the Jews? What do you bring to leave for the king of the kings um, and the Lord of lords? Will you give him your best or what you have left? Do you bring your first or do you offer him your last? Wise men and wise women are still seeking him. Let me remind you this morning, when it comes in, God gave us his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe on him would not perish, but have everlasting life. In other words, God gave us his best. And so the Magi carried gifts that gave homage to the light of the world. Wise man, what did they do? The final thing was they bowed down to worship. So I tell you today, it's wise to worship. I don't know about you, but there is a reason for this season. And his name is Jesus the Christ. It's wise to get on your knees and pray. It's wise to clap your hands. It's wise to jump and shout and tell the world that you love this baby that was under a star, who's grown into a grown man, whose ministry has blessed us over thousands of years. It's wise to praise him when you're down and out. It's wise to give him glory even when times don't look so good. It's wise to praise. It's wise hallelujah to worship God. I don't know about you, but I love to worship. I love to praise his name is what that song says. Because he's a wheel in the middle of a wheel. He's a bright in the morning star. He is the alpha and the omega, and so it is wise for wise men and wise women to follow God, to trust God, to seek God over and over and over again. So our advice to you this morning, all who is listening, is to worship. Worship God. Worship him because he's the God of our salvation. As the God of our weary years and our sanity is come, let us adore him. He is Christ the Lord. And we could sum it all up today. We would tell you that the way of faith looks for God's provision of a Savior and finding it in Jesus submits to him and worships him. We thank you this morning because God has told us that wise men and wise women are still seeking him. I hope there are some wise men and wise women out there who are just like the Magi. Once they got their direction straight, then they went and they began to worship him. They praised him. They loved him and they adored him. Keep on seeking the God of our salvation, even in pandemic, even in the vaccines that God has allowed to come to us, even in the times of struggle in our finance, even when it looks like we got more and more bread and, and meat lines and, and food lines, even in times of difficulty, even when we don't understand, let us adore him. Let us seek him. He is God, and he is God.